in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Hey. Welcome back. Hey, Sophie. Hey. Here we are in the bunker. So season three, episode one. Ooh, it's a, it's a shit show, but you might get a little giggle out of it. So, October, a lot of stuff on October. October was a month. Yep. Well, the rest of you were hearing the cute little October episodes. We were wading through shit. Behind the scenes. Oof. What do we want to start with? I mean, like, this doesn't even have housekeeping because the whole issue mm-hmm. is kind of, our whole episode is kind of housekeeping. Quickly on your women's group. Oh, yes. The women's group is scheduled for this Thursday, November 10th. It is at 7.30. I think that I'm going to throw something on Patreon probably today mm-hmm. when you're listening to this. Or yesterday, if you're listening to it on Monday, um, that or whatever, yeah, whatever <laughs> fucking day it is. I, I mean, listen, I'm just happy to know what today is. Mm-hmm. I, I might move it to seven because seven thirty is a bit late. I'm old, and I also need to navigate getting my kid back into a better schedule for mm-hmm. the homeschooling. And I won't go into that because it's not the homeschooling podcast either. Now that things are settling down a little bit, we have a place to land. We need to get back into a better schedule with him. So. 7.30 might be a bit late. I think I'm going to try and move it to 7. I'm also, like I said, going to record the Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. Feel free to have your camera off if you're more mm-hmm. comfortable that way. Uh, the women's group is only available to the women. I want it to be a safe space. I know I've said this, but I just want to make sure that I'm clear. If you are interested in getting a recorded version of the meeting, you just send me a message on Patreon, and I will send you a message back with the recorded meeting mm-hmm. um, i'm not posting it anywhere the only one that i will post in patreon specifically is the uh couples group when we I get that so. up and going that yeah. will be accessible to anybody in patreon who yeah. is interested in just kind of getting an idea of what we talk about things like that but again it will only be available on patreon that is patreon specific thing right yep. was there anything else i think so uh, thank you to everyone who sent me stories for mm. last week's episode. It was fantastic. There are a few left over. Yep, I, I did get some after. So. Right. so what we'll probably do then is record like little mini episodes. Mm-hmm. And we'll just put those on Patreon too. Yep, we'll just do a little horror mm-hmm. story of the week. Yeah, horror story corner. I like that. Horror corner? Horror corner. <clears throat> horror. 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 Let's start with where are we? Yeah. So we're in the bunker. This is the name of the apartment that we will be living in for the next six months. And listen, this will be something that we will laugh about in the future. And cry about. And we will probably cry about it later. Mm-hmm. Um this is a little bit of a hot mess. In... Okay. 
So catching up on that, um, my mom has been, uh, well, let's just say my mom has uh, some health issues and what we thought were going to be not resolved, but maintainable. Or more manageable. Manageable is what I want to use. Uh, we thought that that would happen hopefully September, October. And and then we would, you know, for, for Scenes Camping Podcast, we would be able to head south as planned for the last almost three years now. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Yes. So we are pulled up in what we will affectionately call a bunker mm-hmm. for the next six months. Minus the affectionate. Yeah. At this moment, we are recording everything on our phone because we have no setup whatsoever. Um, and that will be taken care of in the weeks to come. We just wanted to provide an update because October has been a month and I have been quite absent and I will get into more of where my mindset has been, but this has been a big part of it, mm-hmm. um, dealing with things with his mom and uh, scrambling because he didn't really know until the last minute and things started to get cold and finding somebody to do a six month lease we found someone but it is a roof and four walls mm-hmm. and i i was a little in, i mean i was feeling a little bit shitty about myself because i have a 13 year old kid to think of and i was scared that we were going to get stuck in a camper we always have our friends to stay with but we have safety nets but yes or our not the long-term situation right so we are situated it is not horrible it will be fine it just needs a really good cleaning and just kicking my fucking ass but it is a safe place to land and while i'm not in the south right now and i'm not super happy about it some things have happened that make it a little bit more okay like i'm okay to be here and i have a little bit better of a mindset initially i was very upset um i went through a whole range of emotions mm-hmm. because this has been our plan for two year over two years yeah, and it came to too. a screeching halt i mean i had anger i had resentment i had all of the things and there were other things contributing to that and it was just it was a rough month um and i felt like i should talk about it with you because we are human and there have been things that Absolutely. happened that have affected our relationships, that their relationship, there's been some big changes. Mm-hmm. Things are better, but sometimes they have to be worse to get better. And right. we're on the upswing of things, but we're going to share a lot of real life shit that we have gone through. Mm-hmm. And the beginning part of that is obviously, you know, his mom and, you know, dealing with any type of county system and county assisted living. All of that, I mean, I understand people are short-staffed, and I have met some amazing people Mm -hmm. through this journey, but I have dealt with some real fucking idiots, and the world is full of people like that, and I don't, I mean, I'm sure that there are things that contribute to them being the way they are. I'm sure it's not, they're just an asshole by nature, maybe it is. Yeah. That's where we're at. Um, the camping podcast. You won't hear anything more about Christine's camping podcast because really. we're being in the camper. Mm-hmm. There may be a few projects here and there that we try to do before the snow flies here. But um, I mean, if you're interested in any of that stuff, you can reach out to us, and we'd love to talk about that stuff. But yeah, this isn't the place for that. So yeah, so we are safe and sound. That has been checked off. We have an apartment for the winter. Things are looking up for his mom and getting her somewhere safe, mm-hmm. and. That aspect is settling down. Right. Ooh, ooh. The other emotional roller coaster. Here we go. Um, so things have developed to different levels. How do I say it? With our friends. Yes. Um, we have crossed some bridges that mm-hmm. I, well, I mean, apparently we've only crossed for four years, but I have a big head now. I can think. So we took things to the next level, and by we, I mean me. And along with that came a lot of emotion. Mm -hmm. This aspect 
I mean, I think I always thought that I would take things to the next level with, I, do I want to call them a neighbor? Um, They're not technically our neighbors no, anymore. Um, yes, with, with the male friend. I think I always knew it would happen. I don't think I was ready for all the emotion that came with it. Um, there was a lot of things that surfaced from taking it to that next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of emotions that I think were there that I wasn't really giving any credit to. Like I knew that I had stronger feelings than just friendship for him. I don't think I was prepared for the strength of the feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't think my husband was prepared for the strength uh, of my feelings. So we're navigating a whole new dynamic. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would call us Polly, but maybe. I think it probably tripled into that. Yeah, I mean, that would be the most accurate mm-hmm. label if we had to label it something. On some sort of level. Um, on, all, on top of all of this happening, my subby was out of town for work and taking care of his mom. So it seemed like forever. It right? was. Weeks at a time. It, weeks. He was yeah. home on the weekends, but the weekends were tied up with doing things for KFLR or, you know, he's got his own uh, podcast promotion, social media promotion, podcast mm-hmm. editing business that he's starting mm-hmm. and he's picking up clients. So he was tied up with that. Yeah. And I will say one of the biggest struggles for me navigating through this was I was in bed alone a lot while he was gone. Like he mm-hmm. wasn't here. Yes, we had conversations via text, but like if I could go back, I would have I mean it happened the way it was supposed to happen, but I wish that we could have had the face to face. I think that the touching interaction, mm-hmm. the face to face communication, it's really hard to get lost. It's it gets lost in text messages what emotions are being portrayed in the text messages because I interpret them how I'm reading them, but when he's saying them via text, he's saying it in an entirely different way, but my brain interprets it a different way. So there was a very, very big disconnect between us because he wasn't here. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't have any doubts that our foundation is strong enough to handle this new journey that we're taking. I just want to say quickly that not at any time were us not going to be a thing. Right. Not that wasn't there no. wasn't any of that at all. We you know, we were going to be fine through the whole thing. We were solid. Yes. It was just an emotional roller coaster for both of us. It was. For the last few weeks, probably. Yes. And when I say we have a disconnect, what I mean by that is normally him and I are very much on the same page. Mm-hmm. Our minds work very much alike. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe my mindset shifted or just the fact that we weren't able to have these face-to-face conversations that was yeah. happening via text. Plus he was busy at work, right. you know, he was doing jobs and then he's taking his mom to appointments and things like and that. Working late nights. Yes. Too. So in, neither, in of us some, are, yeah. neither of us are getting We're not getting good sleep. Nope. We're not, you know. So it was a very hard situation to navigate without him being here. And all the other life contributors as well and I kind of shut down and withdrew. So I will say that I sincerely apologize for anybody who has reached out to me in the last month or so. But they just really haven't if they're on my Patreon, I do have updates on there. I just really haven't been in the headspace where I feel like I can be of any value or what I have to say is going to be of any value to somebody because I don't think I was in the right frame of mind and I don't want to offer shit advice because I genuinely care about you and I want right. you to have healthy relationships. And right. I was in a bad mindset. So, right. and I think just by nature, I tend to just withdraw from everything. I was really focused on just processing my own emotions and, um, you know, all the outside factors mm-hmm. that I had to take care of while he was gone. You know, I have my kid and we're doing homeschool and, you know, just the day-to-day things I tried to really stay focused on those. Okay, so let's let's maybe break this down week by week. Okay. Because there, in my opinion, there's been three very different weeks. Mm-hmm. Like you can really categorize each of the weeks, mm-hmm. right? So uh, 
the week leading up is probably the first week. So then that's four weeks. Yeah. Because there was the week leading up. Mm -hmm. okay. Which was in fucking tents. Right. A lot going on. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the week. That was the week that I was. I was gone. You were that gone week. that week. Yeah. I think I've been gone all four weeks. Yep. In one way or the other. Yep. At least for a, at least half the week. Right. That's what yep. I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so the lead up. You know, we've been talking about this type of situation ad nauseum for years. Four. Right. But even prior to that. Yeah. Like we. Had, we had talked about brother husband from, oh from watching yeah you know from watching sister, sister wife you know yes. so our spin on brother husband and we joked about that lightheartedly and and then you know maybe fan fantasized about it a little bit and maybe it it was definitely on the table you know so the week leading up to this was a lot of the what ifs yeah, you know how would this, how this would look and how cool it would be that how cool it would be this whatever. There was and a lot of hormones involved. Hormones, but not emotions. No, I right? was horny as shit. Right. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's exactly. I it. was thinking with right. that. Right. The weekend before the week leading up to it was that not them at camp? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so one of the previous episodes we talked about. Me being blown away by the new freedom that I had and how weird it was and all that. So that was the week leading up. And then I believe they had their night. They meaning me and the right. neighbor. It's Christine and her brother husband. Brother husband had their evening, mm -hmm. which was very powerful. Mm -hmm. Any of you, my you know, my fellow, my listener, friend. You're the sub male in the situation, and you've had the couple experience and all that. I feel you. Like, again, you can reach out to me if you want because we have loads to talk about. And let me just say this I mean, we have dabbled in this before. This isn't the first experience, but this experience was significantly different because there was far more emotions involved on mm -hmm. my part. And yeah. Um, this has been something specifically with this person that has been anticipated or thought about, talked about all of the things for such a long time, and now it was finally happening. Right. So, and it happened. Mm -hmm. Like the full, the full deal. Mm -hmm. You know, not just a dabble, not just a toe in the water, yeah. fucking cannonball into the deep end. Yep. In essence. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you had your evening mm -hmm. and wonderful and all the things. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And then the next day we had reconnect time for the us. Weekend after was sex bar moment. I mean, we little spinal tap reference. It was amazing, mm -hmm. right? We clicked on a level that we hadn't clicked on in a very long time, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So we were Christine and Subbies from like eight years ago, seven mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. The Sunday. The Saturday and the Sunday, fucking amazing. Had a lot, you know? a lot of sex that weekend. Yep, but we also had a lot of fun talking and just we did. The energy was All the right. The energy was so different and mm -hmm. fun. Whatever. I was so confident and so I almost felt kind of on top of the world. Mm -hmm. Shoot, and and it was a great high. My my freedoms spilled into the next week a little bit. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in the middle of that next week, things came to a grinding. Thanks, This is not this is not a complaining session or whatever. It's just a documenting thing, mm -hmm. and it is what it is. And these are things that we've had to go through to get to where we are now. Yeah, like sometimes that path is goes through dark places or whatever, but where you end up is the most important thing. And I think. You know the freedoms coming, the freedoms coming to a grinding halt had a lot to do with. I mean, the endorphins were so mm -hmm. high, mm -hmm. and I felt so good. And what goes up must come down, 
And like, if there is one thing yeah. that I can tell you, it's be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And on top of me forgetting that what was not must come down, mm-hmm. because, and I shouldn't say that, it's not that way for everyone. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was not prepared. But here's the thing about that. And this is all retrospect, right? We had an experience years ago with one of your friends, and and you told me to do something with one of your friends, but I knew at the time that no, that's not right. She doesn't mean that. Never you know? give orders when you're intoxicated. Right. So, or in rushed with endorphins. Right. Uh, subbies. If you know your woman, your dumb, your wife, your girlfriend, or whatever, if you know her well, and she's on this high, and she's all of a sudden changing her mind about a lot of things. Tread lightly. And that's not for you to doubt or, or second guess or anything like that. But in, in the interest of the relationship, just tread lightly. Yeah. Make sure that, that that freedom or that order or that, that whatever that is given while the endorphins are skyrocketing, make sure the endorphins come down and those are still the words that are being said, and then move forward with that, whatever that is. Um, Hindsight, I wish I would have done. Yeah, I sh- I should have known better. You should know me better. To not, I'm not second best. No, I know, but right? you should know me better when it comes to right. that specifically. Like, I'm not. I don't. You don't need to second guess me, but you know me well enough to know how things work. Mm-hmm. But. Here's the thing. I mean, this was all so new and so exciting. For sure. That I think we were both kind of so wrapped up in what was happening yes. that we just kind of lost track of in the moment ourselves. Yeah. In the moment there was not clarity. No. In the moment we thought, okay, corner turned, here we go. You know? Yeah. And but but things don't necessarily change like that. They you don't, know. but sometimes they do for me. Sometimes yeah. things just click in my brain and it all of a sudden just makes sense. Like I get so confused and I overthink things and, you know, I second guess myself and I question myself. My confidence is not high and, you know, I'm not comfortable in my own skin. And then all of a sudden things just click into place and they never click out. Like that's just yeah. how it is. It just makes sense. Sure. But I, I know now that uh, when it comes to aspects of this new journey that we're taking that I need to be very careful. You know, it's much like when I talk about if you want to introduce chastity to your partner or uh, female-led relationships or whatever it is new that you're bringing in, you're so pumped and so excited and you're ready to go and you're like, yes, I want to do this, this, and this. That's where I was at. I was like, yes, Mm -hmm. this is amazing. Let's Mm -hmm. do this, this, and this. I was too excited. I was too Mm -hmm. high on it all. And I totally fucked myself. Like we were both. Yeah, I I totally overcommitted what I was ready for, and it was completely because I was so excited about the idea of all of it. And I think, I mean, literally, I think I was thinking of my vagina on some of the things. Not the act between the neighbor and I. There's nothing about that. Like him and I are great. We're on it. I mean, it hasn't been easy, but we are in a good place. We are comfortable with where we at, where we are at, and it will continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. But as far as extracurriculars and you know other activities or other things that I thought I would be okay with, I was not okay with, mm-hmm. and it really fucked my world up. Mm-hmm. I have always no good. I've always said on this podcast that I don't share my voice, mm-hmm. and. I don't know that it will always be like that, but I don't think that this new journey with our friends and then on top of it, me adding something else to it Mm -hmm. was a good idea. Like I need, sometimes I need pictures and I just need, I just need time to process. And I tried to do too many things at one time. I was so gung-ho and I thought I could handle all of these things. And I don't know if it's because I thought I would have the distraction of, I don't know. At the end of the day, we are out, we were in a good place, but I was not emotionally ready for the things that I was saying I was okay with. Mm-hmm. And he was so excited about the things that I was saying, and 
I had been so steadfast on what I was saying that he thought it was going to be okay. And then I'm very needy. Yeah, listen, I would like to say that I'm sorry, but I'm not. No, and you don't have to be. So that's that was a really hard time. On top of the, the bullshit that I was dealing with my work, right? Which was also and then add to that your mom. fucking wearing up. And then my mom's situation, and then and then all of this. It was really hard. However, I'll revert to I should have known. You know, I should have, I should have pumped the brakes Mm -hmm. and just let kind of things go past a little bit to get a better view of everything that was going on Mm -hmm. and, and whatever. So, well, so, so I'm restricted again, which is fine. I don't really have any interest necessarily. So then moving past that into yes. that next weekend and, and whatever. So we were here and then we were here and then we were here. And then by the time we got back to that weekend that we we're kind of back up into here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I forget what was that weekend. I think we when well, we didn't have the youngest that weekend. We had the youngest the weekend that you had your night. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have them mm-hmm. that weekend. Mm-hmm. I think that weekend just went on busy, and mm-hmm. um, we probably spent some time with them. I don't know if we went out. I think we worked. I probably worked. Because it was the job. Yeah. yeah. I probably worked. So you were alone again through that weekend. Mm-hmm. And if I was home, I was probably home briefly. Mm-hmm. So then we're to last week now. Mm-hmm. We took more of a dive. So in, in, in the second week, we both got back on the same page mm-hmm. about things that I can do, things that I can't do, mm-hmm. things that you expect. There were some, some things that came out about I was not as attentive to you as you would have wanted, but this had been going on for a long time yeah. to do with my side work. Yeah. And I'm completely oblivious to it because I'm thinking at that time that I'm doing the right thing because I'm trying to build the thing that is to pay for the, I think the all, adventure. I think all of this happened, not to interrupt you, I think all of this happened and it really, <clears throat> what I was going to say is I'm a very, well, an attention mark. <laughs> the easiest way and to that's describe okay. it. Like I'm very needy. I need, and we had fallen into kind of a bad habit of things. Like, you know, when we first got together, we were we would text all day, or we got into habits where he would say good morning to me, or mm-hmm. he would, and he would always say good night. He traveled a lot when we first met too. He was right. doing commercial work, and um, but we had kind of fallen into some bad habits. So we, you know, we weren't communicating just in areas. I mean, we were communicating about the important things. We weren't communicating. I wasn't communicating to him with what I needed as mm-hmm. far as attention. And that's part of where the disconnect comes in. Um, a big thing that I've learned from all of this is that I need to learn what I like and what I want. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is interesting because I'm the dominant. I control things in our relationship. But I think for a long time I was controlling things in a way that I knew would work for him. Right. And like controlling with permission. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and I mean I don't I don't want it to sound like, you know, we live in FLR. We live our mm-hmm. very own FLR. It's very different. And I've mm-hmm. said before it's a very vanilla FLR for the most part. It can be. Um, and I think a lot of it is I am a people pleaser by nature, which totally is not what you would see in a dominant, I don't think. And 
past relationships and just how I grew up and conditioned me to just do what the other person wants because it makes them happy and then there's no conflict. So I have had people ask me, or my friends have asked me in the last, you know, couple weeks and things, what do you want? What do you like? What do you enjoy? Like, I don't know the answer to that. Like, I really don't know. I mean, I know some things, but I mean, that's an interesting, it's not like that on all levels. I'm not trying to make it sound like, I don't know, but I'm much more aware of, if I want to say no for something, I say no. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my biggest thing is I don't say no enough. And um, as far as him not being attentive enough to me, a lot of that has to do with him not being home. And there's so many other things that he has to focus his attention on. I mean, his mom needs his attention. I mean, that's all there is to it. And, you know, him not being with me during the week, most weeks this past month and probably going forward for a little bit has everything to do with she needs him. Mm -hmm. I am Mm self-sufficient. I can take care of myself. And, you know, part of what we're navigating is how do I, you know, how does that look for us? Mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't forever. If he's home on the weekends, he's not going to be gone every week. No. All week. But for the next couple of weeks, for sure, we're continuing with him not being here. And it seems like as soon as he leaves, like, mm-hmm. there has been, like, a disconnect. Like, mm-hmm. he leaves and something changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's because I need all of the touching. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very touchy. I need all of the touching. Mm-hmm. And I need it from my husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, my brother has some marks, too. But <laughs> he also has a wife. You know what I mean? And that was also a big part. But before I get into that, was there something else you were going yes, to say? Yes. That's okay. I just wanted to add that the what do you want thing. The very first big domino that fell for that was when you put your foot down about how I was treating you and you will not stand for that anymore. Okay. Now, that being said, I'm not abusive. No. I'm not neglectful or whatever no. it, but it wasn't at the level that that you wanted and rightfully so we were right? just in a bad place as far right. as what your attention was for me oblivious. and i wanted more completely fucking oblivious usually very attentive mm-hmm. usually very like i'm usually very attentive i'm usually very aware of, of you and your needs but usually like that anyways like you know Take the FLL, take the dumb something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just who I am, mm-hmm. right? That's just my nature. But, you know, you add in a, 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 so an influx of my shit day job, mm-hmm. right? That had been pretty, you know, almost stagnant all fucking summer. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a blip here and there, whatever. But then, you know, end of September into October, fucking ramped up. Mm-hmm. In a huge way. Well, that always right? happens when you take side jobs and you don't go with the main person. Right. So that, that had something to do with it. And then an influx of uh, podcast clients. Mm-hmm. That's the nature of, of what we're doing. An influx of that that thing after fucking beating crickets, in, crickets yeah. in, the, in the voiceover thing that we attempted for the last few years. Whatever. Yeah. You know, we're still doing a little bit of that. But the 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 focus has changed on our side hustle to, you know, the, the, the podcast world. And just out of nowhere, you know, this client and then that client and then that client and then mm-hmm. like this fucking piled on. And then, you know, a client that I had been, two clients that I had been chasing mm-hmm. for quite some time, all of a sudden are there now. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, now what do I do? Yeah. You know? So, I'm just trying to, you know, at that time, I'm trying to keep up with all the things and completely, completely missing the boat on how, what you need from me. I'm really just task-oriented instead of emotion-oriented. It was actually a pretty big breakthrough for me because at that moment when I demanded to be treated better, it was very empowering. Like, yes. I think the biggest part, I, I, the biggest reason I want to share this with you is because I think there's so many women out are interested in this dynamic Mm -hmm. and feel like it's too much work and i understand that i also 
you know, I share our life with you. We are not perfect. And if you were to look at, you know, the definition of a female-led relationship, our relationship probably wouldn't look like that all the time. A good portion of it, it probably would. But I mean, that's the big part of this whole podcast. I want you to understand that you really make this your own and what works for you. And I will tell you, I have never felt more empowered Mm -hmm. and free and totally 100% myself mm-hmm. than when I demanded better treatment for myself. Your healings are valid. Yes. So that being said, you define your epilogue. There is no book. There is no blog. There is no podcast that defines that for you because none of them are you. You define your epilogue. Whatever that looks like for you, vanilla, fucking chocolate, strawberry with whipped cream, whatever, all the things, mm-hmm. right? Anywhere in between, whatever you, you define that. Because I think that if you live under this pressure of, oh my God, it needs to be this and it needs to be that and I'm not doing that. So I'm failing, so I don't want to do it. You know, don't do that. Well, and that's, don't, don't feel cookie cutter. Yeah, and that's another aspect. You know, we have talked about allowing or having... Um, our friends down him. And mm-hmm. I thought that I was on board with that, but here's where I'm at. I mean, I'm sure I've said this before, but I'm at, at some times I'm very insecure about my dominant abilities. Yes, I do maybe have a dominant personality. Mm-hmm. Very much. But when it comes to getting down to the nitty-gritty of it and like playtimes or punishments or the rewards, whatever it looks like, whatever you want to call it. I have a lot of some insecurities about it. And this came through so fucking mm-hmm. fast and hard. And I wasn't ready. And neither was I. I absolutely love, yeah. I absolutely love my wife, which is our friend. She's my wife, she's my husband. Mm-hmm. She is much more comfortable in it. And I think I was a little bit jealous of her comfort level in that dominant playtime area like i'm comfortable being the dominant in our relationship mm-hmm. it's when we get into more of the playtime stuff and we say take out the whips and chains but i guess i'm kind of going to the whips and chains that's an area that i'm not I, it ebbs and flows sometimes i'm absolutely comfortable mm-hmm. and there are developments i'm getting more comfortable but i think a big part of my comfort level i don't know that i will ever let anybody ever dom him because I don't know that, I mean, that's very personal and that's very us. Mm-hmm. Like, that's part of our relationship. And I don't know if I'm willing to share that. That's the connection that I need. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm craving. I'm not craving anybody else to right. do that for very, very, very specific reasons. Mm-hmm. You are the person that's supposed to be doing it. And that's not like a pressure thing. Right. But if it's going to happen at all, mm-hmm. it's it needs to be you. Yeah. It's a connection that we need to. I mean, we do things now. It's not right. But, you know, taking it to that next level and really. In essence, breaking it. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're getting. Yeah. You know, if that is going to happen, it has to be from you. Right. So. So that was an area where I was thinking of my vagina. (laughs) I mean, listen, there are aspects of me watching her do things to him that really turn me on. I just don't know if that feeling would last or if the dip from allowing that to happen would wreck me. And in any type of dynamic where you are bringing other people into your relationship, where it's swinging, upholding, hot wiping, whatever it is, you have to understand there are consequences to your actions. They may be great, but they may be bad and it may ruin things. And you have to be prepared for that because if I'm being totally honest, you have no idea until you actually go through with it. You need to have all of the communication. Like we have talked about this so much, all of these things that I just want to vomit sometimes, mm-hmm. but I can't until I can get my brain to process and really understand why I feel the way I feel or whatever. This is just going to have to happen. And I felt bad about it for quite some time, you know, this last month that I had to have all of these discussions over and over and over again. But that's how my fucking big head works. And listen, this is me. And that at the end of the day, that's what I have to understand. My feelings are valid and how mm-hmm. I feel is how I feel. Yep. And this is me. Yep. Take it or leave it. It's yep. like, yes, live or die, bitches. Well, here I am. 
take it or leave it. If you don't want to be in my life, yeah, it will hurt real bad if you vacate or if you choose not to be because this is how I am. Now, all that being said, I'm not perfect. And I will. Nobody is. I would, I'm always open to hearing about things that maybe I could do better. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know really much that you could do better. Why are you? Why are you? I can't remember now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure that you understand. You know, I mean, this has clearly been, as you can tell, because here we are still rambling about mm-hmm. it. But we will continue to ramble about it. And right now, I would say, I mean, this has been a huge shift in my relationship with them and a mm-hmm. huge shift in his relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And it affects our friendship, how the mm-hmm. four of us interact together, how, you know, mm-hmm. all of the different things. And I mean, if this, I can honestly say, I can't think of anybody else in this entire world that I would rather navigate this journey with than them because oh, I think sure. they genuinely care about us mm-hmm. and they genuinely love us. And I mean, I, I used to I used to say I call them family, but now it's kind of gross to know to say they're family because there is that. I mean, yeah, that's all I'm mentioning. But yeah. they are fantastic humans, mm-hmm. and I will always think they are fantastic humans. I and I think. We are very, very lucky. Those things maybe didn't happen at the best time and happened as they were supposed to. Yeah, it's really tough, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. if it happens any other way, do we get where we are? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was horrible timing. Horrible timing. I've cried However, so much in this past month, but yeah. I've also had some of the biggest highs I've ever had in my life. Right. So if I'm here, and all this happens, it happens way different, mm-hmm. right? Would I have discovered the things about myself that I discovered if you had been here? Well, would, I, I have, would I have demanded the things that I demanded? I think yes on that. I think I think that we would have talked a lot more, like mm-hmm. just like we're doing now in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. We would have had these talks a lot more and more healthy if I were right next to you yeah. during all that. So. You know, maybe we would have gotten here where we are now. Maybe we would have gotten here sooner. I don't know. But I think that, again, it it happened the way it happened. Mm-hmm. And we're at where we're at. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Like, I'm really good. I, In all the things, me personally, I'm really good with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with everything that's going on. I'm excited. I was a little bit bumped, so they had a date last night. Yesterday, last night, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, of course, in my mind, it's going off in this whole thing because my imagination is a fucker. I mean, he's a real kinky fucker. Yeah. Yep. I had it all mapped out in my head, and she rolls in at 8.30. Like... That mm-hmm. didn't happen at all the way I had imagined it, but that's just how it happened. We and just did, okay. we did dinner and yeah. I mean, but it, there's a lot of navigating because here's the thing, you know, they have much more time together. Mm-hmm. They're together a lot more. They mm-hmm. have more time to have the discussions. Mm-hmm. So the comfort level of things taking place when my sister wife is as opposed to things taking place when my husband is present, is different. Mm-hmm. Because there has been a lot of time where it's just been the three of us. Mm-hmm. And they've had more time to have the discussions about what is, you know, and go through the roller coaster of emotions that you go through with this. And they've just had more time together, face-to-face, to do that, to have those discussions. Mm-hmm. So things happening with, when it's the four of us, things occurring in front of my husband, the comfort level maybe isn't a hundred percent there mm-hmm. yet. Just because he hasn't too. been here to have these conversations and talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And you know, he has a different way of looking at things and um <laughs> the things that <laughs> I sure fucking do. The things that he enjoys, like or not enjoys, but the, the way he's feeling about certain things, like it's a hard concept to grasp. Or, mm-hmm. you know, we've had the conversations, so we are good. Mm-hmm. They've had their conversations. 
they are good. The three of us are good. I mean, the four, four of us, us are a little bit, there's still things that we need to work on the right. comfort level with the four of us. Right. Like we all went out on Friday night mm-hmm. and I, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, things, there isn't like a oh, disconnect. some other friends yeah, at a bar, yep. and all the things, whatever, just not, not just going out. Yeah. I mean, and we just need to work on the comfort level of what happens with other husband when my husband is around mm-hmm. or you know what I mean I, I understand that my husband is comfortable with it I understand mm-hmm. that my husband's hubby mm-hmm. is is good with what's taking place mm-hmm. but I think that your brother husband is not quite there yet because much like me he also likes to overthink some things as does my sister wife but and again we're all navigating something yes this is so, and that's the best part of all of this yeah. is that all four of us are on the same page that we know this is not going to be easy there's no pamphlet but we love each other enough to know that it's worth it and if it doesn't mm-hmm. work out we will always be friends family right. whatever they will always be a part of our life because right. we do genuinely care about them as human beings yep. taking all of the sex out much like our female relationship yep. so that has kind of what has been on my plate mm-hmm. and on his plate and the things that have been going on and Bunker, yep building up campers yes and things are falling into place things and I, I feel like i say this all the time that things are falling into place and things are on the upswing and then life is like here let me just throw this punch to the gut but wow. here's where i'm at with that. i choose to be i'm choosing where i'm going to be much more um intentional with having a positive mindset i'm mm-hmm. going to find the positive in everything because i will tell you there is a shit ton of negatives about this apartment mm-hmm. but i'm so thankful that it is warm and it is safe mm-hmm. and it could be so much worse it could be way worse so i'm happy for what we have i'm happy you know i'm happy that we're going to be here for the winter to continue on this with our friends. I mean, maybe that happened for a reason, and that is part of what makes us not going south for the winter mm-hmm. much more tolerable because there is now things that we can do in the winter with them, and we live much closer to them, and we will be able to stay connected. There are some some opportunities for us over the winter that we wouldn't have been able to experience had we gone south. Correct. So, you know, looking on the brighter side of things, there's definitely some good to having to be having to stay in this area for the winter but boy it fucked my world up when we, when we came to that conclusion yeah. i was real sad real fucking sad yeah. but it all worked out and i'm i'm happy with where we're at today mm-hmm. we are better than we've ever been absolutely and we're always good we are we're always really good we just do this roller coaster thing sometimes i you think know? that we are at a really good place at our communication and I'm getting much better mm-hmm. about saying things mm-hmm. that I maybe wouldn't have said before. Yeah. And I'm learning things about myself. I mean, I say this all the time. Our relationship is constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it goes backwards before it goes forwards. So don't get discouraged. And, and not at any time do I not want to be doing this. Yes. And to you who are listening, we're sitting real cozy tight on a couch talking to a phone. Mm-hmm. Like I always want to do this, no matter what else is going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I truly enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's our life update. Yeah. I mean, feel free to reach out if yeah. you have any um, questions, comments, yeah. whatever. Um, but I felt like I deserve, or I felt like you deserved a little bit of an update because I have been a little absent and I genuinely care about all of you. I genuinely care about people that take the time to listen to my podcast and I struggle very hard. I don't want to waste your time by putting out shit content but this is real life and I think this is important because I think that people don't really take a step back and realize everything that's involved in these dynamics. Mm-hmm. There is times where you feel like the world is crashing down around you and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I will say I'm very thankful because when I feel like that, I know I'm supposed Right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I know that he's on my side. And mm-hmm. I think 100%. no matter what happens, us as a team can conquer anything. Yep. And at the Absolutely. end of the day, 
it's always him and I. Mm -hmm. So. And if, by the way, you're a new listener, boy, did you jump in at the right time. Things are about to get real fun. <laughs> yeah. So, I just wanted to, I mean, hope that you make it up to the end. A lot of this mm -hmm. episode is for you to understand where we've been at, but mm -hmm. it's also a good way for us to kind of just have this conversation and bring mm -hmm. you with. So, yeah. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. We will get back to more regularly scheduled content next week. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay safe. Be a good human being. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.